Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All the noise has been canceled. There's Canceling no more all noise. The noise it right has now. all been. We're a part of the cancel culture. So, <laughs> just full. Yeah, cancels. no distractions. That's just all. cancellations. Okay, I'm ready. Let's let's roll. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. We've been recording well, this hello. whole time. Welcome to episode. Oh, killing me, 18? Smalls. Oh yeah, episode 18 of Bullshitters. Uh, that is Aloha Dan. I'm Jake. Here to bring you a special edition. This is going to be released later today, but it's Friday when we're recording, and the episode will come out today. So you guys are going to be like right in the thick of things with us. You're going to know exactly what's going on, basically, without going live. Yeah, it'll be a couple hour delay. But uh, I think right off the top, we have three birthdays to celebrate. Um. Oh, Sigourney right? Weaver turned 72 today. 72. Seven, 72. Paul Hogan, uh, Crocodile Dundee, All right. turns 82 today. All right. And one of, I think, Dan and I's favorites of all time, comedian, famous for some SNL bits. Um... Yeah, I was I was actually going to guess va- Chevy family Chase on before vacation you even said a that. Lot. I was going to say Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah. Or he is seventy-eight. As Lauren today. likes to correct me often. His name is Chevy Chase. Chevy, kind of like Idris or Idris Chevy or Edris Chase. or. Well, yeah, none of them. Well, are that's not even his real name. So, but. Uh, no, Chevy yeah. Chase. Yeah, so... For me to say, my whole life I've been saying Chevy Chase. I don't know. Like, you know, the automaker, who knows? <laughs> right? Probably. I think everybody yeah, I think calls so. him Chevy Chase. Yeah, besides Chase. Lauren, because apparently she's a besides perfectionist Lauren. who's above the rest of us. <laughs> oh, shots yeah, fired. she's, she's she in must be sitting in the same room. She can even hear me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so three pretty big birthdays from uh, Hollywood stars I mean, they, uh, of yesteryear. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Uh, he hasn't done much lately. Let's. I'll be honest. He's mildly relevant, yeah, he was, I guess, he just was from funny like community. In community. That was he. When I first started watching Community, which, by the way, kind of like Arrested Development, was good for about the first three or four seasons, and then it just, you know, fell off. Um, but he was he yeah. was very funny yeah. in that, but when I first started watching it, it was, it was hard, honestly, to watch that and see a beloved actor, you know, Chevy Chase, just being, oh, fucking, I'm just going to say Chevy Chase, I don't care. Uh, but anyway, to see him so... Me too. I, I mean, there's no other way to put it, so fat. He did not look good. 
He looked unhealthy, <laughs> but no. you know, he was still just as funny. His comedic timing was there. He was, I he mean, was everything. He was still funny. He was actually one of the most uh, hated SNL cast members by his cast. Yeah. Really? He, he was one of the, possibly the only, we would have to have Danny the intern check this probably on his, on his free time. Uh, cause it might take a little bit mm-hmm. more sleuthing than what we have time for here in the, uh, in the studio, but he was one of the first or only cast members that actively hosted while he was still a cast member because he, he became so famous and popular oh, really? through doing, you know, movies, but he was still yeah. actively a member of the cast and he hosted and he was, he was apparently just a pain to work with. He was Probably, it sounded like he was arrogant. That's what I've heard. Full of himself and thought he was, you know, better than everyone else. And I don't know. I still, he's. I, I mean, this could be just my naivete, if you will. But did, did he ever do like stand up? Did he ever tour the country? I and have stand-up never shows? once in all of my internet, you know, boredom scrolling through those Facebook wormholes and YouTube yeah. wormholes. I've never once seen a Chevy Chase stand-up bit, so I don't know. Yeah, so that's bizarre. Either he's keeping it under wraps, or I don't know, because I've never seen like, oh, you know, Spokane oh, would obviously. be where he would come. Yeah, Spokane, Chevy, Ch- Chevy Chase. It's like, dude. I've never seen it once. I wonder. Because a lot of the SNL guys and girls get famous as like stand-up comedians in New York. Yeah. They do the New York circuit, and then they get discovered, and then they get invited to be on the show. And then well, invited, from there, invited the to try out. world is at their they, fingertips. Oh, it, Yeah, they try out, right. videos of him doing stand-up. I wonder how that would be because we've, I mean, for my entire life, I've known him as like just a, the, the dad yeah, I mean, from just vacation. a comedic actor. <laughs> Caddyshack <laughs> is still, I think, yeah. one of the funniest freaking Caddyshack's movies. Caddyshack's um, hilarious. There was, there was another one that he did uh, that was, he, he was a, I mean, a detective, not Fletch. Fletch is obviously, Fletch is super funny too. If you haven't seen yeah, Fletch. That's but, pretty funny. Uh, I'll have Danny the intern look it up, but it's they don't they don't remake a bunch of the uh, like uh, Bill Murray movies and Chevy Chase movies. They've remade yeah, Vacation. They, I guess, the new but... Vacation actually was pretty funny. Wasn't it a uh, Sedacious? Uh, no, it was uh, Andy from The Office. Uh, Ed oh, Helms. Ed Helms. Yeah, Ed, Egg Helms. Excuse me. His oh. name is Egg Helms. If you want. Okay. No, I don't that's, get the joke. That's, that's a very <laughs> niche joke that nobody would get. But there's a TV show on Netflix, I think it's called, called Auntie Donna's House of Fun. Big, a big old House of Fun or something. <laughs> and it's just these yeah. three Australian guys that I'm pretty sure just like drop acid together and come up with these weird it's 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 a sketch comedy show but it it, they are some of the weirdest sketches you've ever seen uh but some of them are pretty funny weird 
Speaking of Netflix, I just stumbled across the... I haven't seen it yet. I haven't watched it, but Squid Game. We've seen episode one and two. Everybody's talking about it. It's the large... Is it largest? Yeah, biggest? it's the it's most the watched most Netflix viewed series show. Uh, of all time thus far. Yeah, of all yeah, time. And it, That's I wild. read online that the writer of that show had to at one point while he was actively writing sell his laptop because he was so hard up for cash like his laptop that he was actively writing the show squid game on and it's 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 interesting uh the like i said i've only seen the first two episodes Mm -hmm. but uh it's definitely a unique premise everybody i've talked to says it's just that the end of it just keeps you thinking for days and days and days huh. afterwards. Uh, but it's it's weird. You do have to be okay with a the acting's not the best in the world. You know, b the the dubbing the voices because it's you know originally Korean. Korean, yeah. It's it's I think yeah. a South Korean show. Uh, so the actual voices are dubbed over by additional actors. Uh, so those mm-hmm. aren't the best either, but apparently all of this is just made up for by the fact that it's the premise is just phenomenal. Uh, I've heard it compared to the likes of like a combination of Saw and yeah. the Hunger Games. Pretty much, yeah. Saw. That's the... a bizarre combination to try to put together in my head. Yeah, it is. It is strange. So when it was described to me, Lauren literally mm-hmm. told me. It's like a Hunger Games game show, is what she told me. And Weird. so I thought, when we started it up, I was under the assumption that it was actually a game show that we were watching. I did not realize yeah. that it was an hour-long drama, you know. So for about the first three minutes of the show, I was absolutely beyond confused. And then once mm. I figured out that she was describing the premise of the show, not the actual show itself, I was like, oh, well, this this makes a hell of a lot more sense. This is different now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Give it, you know, an episode or two. It takes, that's how all shows are. I think anymore, any time anybody recommends a TV show to you, you absolutely have to give it the minimum three episodes. You yeah. Because most shows like uh, I watched just recently... Uh, it was like a 10-minute a video dissecting Parks and Rec. And this guy mm-hmm. who produces these videos on YouTube, I can't remember his name or else I'd give him a shout-out. Not that, you know, not that he would know. But uh, he, <laughs> he normally does where shows die. You know, the episode where shows stop being funny or stop being, you know, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one that he did was the day that Parks and Recreation was born, which was really interesting because... Uh, there's a, a very drastic change between season one and season two of Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. And he goes through and he talks about it and he describes the whole thing really well and really in-depth. Like uh, Chris Pratt's character, who played Andy Dwyer, who is just the, the goofy, you know, lovable shoeshine is really what he was for the most part in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, his character in the first season was meant to be written off the show, and he was just kind of a a 
I wouldn't really call him a douchebag, but he was kind of like a lazy, good-for-nothing boyfriend of one of the main characters mm-hmm. who, you know, didn't didn't really do anything, didn't contribute to the show. But when they realized how funny he actually was on the show, they obviously gave him a much bigger part. They changed his role entirely. You know, he and the gal broke up, and then he became the Andy Dwyer that we know and love today. Mm-hmm. So it's it was a really interesting and good video, but... In the video, I thought it was interesting. He goes, I almost always recommend to my friends, if you're going to watch the show, entirely just skip season one. And I was like, hmm, that's too bad. Because that's, I mean, I, I think season one definitely has some merit to it. But it's a very different show yeah. than what we see for the remainder of Parks and Rec. And I think a lot of shows go that way. Right. They figure out in that first season, like, hey, you know, these characters end up having char- chemistry that we didn't expect. You know, these characters that we tried to make romantic love interests just have no chemistry and the audience doesn't want to see that, you know. So a a lot of shows change drastically from the pilot to the actual show, Mm -hmm. but some of them it takes the full season, which is why I always recommend at least if you're not willing to give it a full season, at least give it the first three episodes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm going to have to watch that squid game at some point, I'm sure if it's the. Most watched show in the history of Netflix. Most watched show in the history of what Netflix. What they say it's number it's number one in like ninety countries. I didn't even know ninety countries yeah. had Netflix. I didn't even know there were ninety countries. Yeah, see? You were learning something new every day. So every day. That is true. Uh switching gears a little bit, I'm just uh reading you some top news stories of the morning. Um are you familiar with like the food oh, network and out. stuff? You know, uh, is this Bob Bobby Flay? Flay. Yeah. yeah. After 27 years, yeah. Bobby Flay years got beat. Parting ways. Someone beat Bobby Flay. Yeah. Somebody beat. And you know who it is? After 20, I found Guy Fieri. Paula Dean. <laughs> Guy. Yeah, Fieri. he wins. He's still on Guy... the Food Network. <laughs> there is uh, a a decently funny stand-up comedian called Shane mm-hmm. Torres. Uh, I believe he's Native American. Um, not that that matters one way or another. It's just kind of out of the out of the mm-hmm. normal. I feel like you don't really see too many Native American stand-up comedians. But anyway, he does a funny bit on uh, Guy Fieri, and he's like, Guy Fieri is one of the nicest guys out there. He raises money for you know tons of different charities. He gives away his own money. Like he's very philanthropic. You know, he's a giving guy, and everybody shits all over him just because he has spiky hair (laughs) and goes around to these freaking diners and eats, you know, like comfort food. And it's like, he's a great great guy. guy. I love him. I love Triple D, man. He's great. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. He's been here to Boise a couple times. He was at uh, Rockies, I think, once, and he was at... uh, Oh. West Side, okay. West Side Driving, um, which uh, that's like their claim to fame. But I was going to tell you, I found the movie uh, that I meant to reference earlier. It's called Foul Play, and it's got Chevy Chase and. Oh, Colby I've Pong. actually never seen that one. Uh, and it's Foul Play. I would recommend it. It's a funny movie. I go on these. It's about this time of year normally. Maybe, maybe a little earlier in the year. I, I've missed it by this point, but. I go on these, like, 80s movie binges sometimes, and I'll watch, like, 
Stripes and Caddyshack and the original Ghostbusters movies yeah. and Vacation. I just watched yeah. all of them again because I'm like, man, the 80s movies were so good. I, I just saw a bit. I think it was by... Uh... Oh God! What the hell is his name? The uh, the Australian comedian, uh, freaking. Well, anyway, he was he was talking about um how how they're redoing all of these movies that oh, were yeah. originally Jim yeah. Jeffries is his name, Jim Jeffries, very funny comedian. But he was talking about how they're redoing all these movies, mm-hmm. you know, Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Eight, you yeah. know, with women and Ghostbusters with the all-female cast and, or, you know, the right. female main cast, at least. And he, he said, you notice that they never do that with movies that were originally just all women cast, you know? They never remake, <laughs> a, you know, with men or <laughs> something true. like that. <clears throat> and it, But he said one movie that they need to redo that they haven't yet for a women, you know, is Brokeback Mountain. Just, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just two female ranch hands up in, the, uh, <laughs> up in the mountains, and then they just go to town on each other in the tent. But this time, you don't even need to stay outside the tent. You actually go <laughs> in the tent, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if you've kept up on oh. SNL lately. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Within, not really. But I actually bit. don't even know how this happened. But there was a comedian recently on there that got canceled for something. They like kicked him off the show because of a bit he did or something. Well, his name's Shane Gillis, and Shane Gillis is funny as hell. And um. I don't know. Huh. He had to. He's just dropped a special on only YouTube. It's not on a streaming service. It's only on YouTube. He's up over 1.6 million views on it now. I'm guessing he pissed off some of the uh, Asian community yeah. because when I Google his name, the in the first six pictures that come up are him and. Uh-huh. Uh Sandra O and then him and let's see who is that Andrew Yang who is one of his fellow uh I thought yeah, no, he's a, he's a stand up guy as well. Andrew Yang is apparently. I think he's Yeah. That's what I thought, but uh anyway, I'm I'm guessing he did something but the the article of Sandra O said she 
is praising SNL on the huh. decision to fire him. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was. I never even really paid attention because SNL's not that big a deal anymore. But ever since, uh, okay, so it says he was a featured cast member and announced on September twelfth of twenty nineteen. Yeah, he was using racial and homophobic oh, yeah. slurs, apparently. Uh, he yeah. had a podcast, and has that podcast since been removed by YouTube, in which Gillis made jokes that included racist remarks against Chinese people, in which he used the epithet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, other celebrities, however, came to Gillis's defense on Twitter with former SNL cast members Rob Schneider and Norm MacDonald tweeting their sympathies, addressing Gillis. MacDonald wrote, I can't even imagine how you must feel the work it takes to get to that show and to have it snatched away by some guy who does spoken bird poetry, a reference to journalist Seth Simmons, huh. who raised awareness. How would of you feel being remarks. the journalist that, like, your but, one job is to uncover? people's skeletons oh that was yeah it wasn't that long ago 2019 but shane gillis supposedly has been a very big up-and-coming comedian and then it was supposed to be a big break for him to be on snl well now he's doing the podcast circuit and he's on everybody's podcast and he's got 1.6 million views on youtube and he doesn't have to pay any royalties to netflix or anything like that it's crazy. Didn't we talk about this last week? You know, honestly, it seems like, yeah, we did. It seems like there's a, a way to get famous anymore that kind of, I mean, obviously he's right. done a lot more to get famous than just that. But, you know, it, it seems like there's almost a route you can go to be the, you know, person that half the country you know, likes and supports and the other half absolutely hates and despises. And it's interesting because, I mean, and they've always said, you know, you can please some of the people some of the time and and all the people all the time. No, it's the other way around. True. But whatever you, you understand the the trope and it, it seems to be the truth. And, you know, it it seems like at this point there is no pleasing everybody and there never was. How how would you feel being the journalist, like I was saying before, that has to like uncover people's skeletons? Like that's your one sole purpose in this life is digging up shit on people. I think that's, I think that's a pretty low form of life, honestly, because it's just everybody, everybody is done stupid things everybody has done things that they regret and the thing is you know 50 years ago that Mm -hmm. it it happened and then it was done it was gone never to be seen again unless you're like you know the president of the united states trying to break into the watergate hotel you know (laughs) like i know that's it's not true it's all fake news but uh no it it 50 years ago, there was no Facebook. There was no internet. There was, I mean, there was, yeah. technically there was internet, but it was only used for academia. But, it, you know, there was no living record of the stupid things people did. And now everything is, you know, as soon as it happens, it's posted on Twitter, it's posted on Facebook, it goes viral, you know, 
everybody sees it. So one little mistake mm-hmm. can easily ruin your life, you know? And it's, I don't know. I don't think it's fair to judge people, you know, fully based on one thing that you see about them. And that seems to be what happens constantly for, for better or for worse. Sometimes it's one good thing happens and that Mm -hmm. just gets blown up and the person might be an actual piece of shit. And sometimes it's somebody's a really good person, a really nice person, and they make one stupid decision that, I mean, ruins the rest of their life. And, And it's even worse for the younger generations that are coming up right now because their entire life mm-hmm. is going to be published on Facebook or whatever, you know, they're going to have literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of pictures of them. Prior to me teeing up that conversation about uh, the cancel so, culture, I, I was hoping you would go down the route of social media because did you hear about the, uh, what happened to Facebook a couple days ago? Oh, um, <laughs> did you did you happen to see that um, facebook.com was for sale did you hear this very briefly it was for sale they're saying uh zuckerberg's staying I pretty quiet but uh did not see that facebook.com was for sale i guess and hackers were going through and just randomly removing security shit i guess on facebook so as a as a safety net or whatever, they just <laughs> shut the website down. Yeah. Ah, uh, see, I was not aware of that part. I was only aware that they shut it down and that there was apparently something. So I'm guessing this is all in relation to the Facebook. Uh, what do you call whistleblower? It? The, yeah. Like, yeah. like when somebody comes out and speaks up the whistleblower, that's what it is. So it's probably all linked to that whistleblower. So there was a whistleblower, something bad happened, hackers get involved. They is go there just like a master switch at Facebook, Facebook headquarters? It's just like a light switch and they're like, huh? shut it down. Boom. <laughs> I, I think it's, yeah. Yeah. I think, so. well, so there's three buttons. Uh, there's. There's shut it down, and then there's like shut it yeah, all down. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And then there's shut it down, shut it all down. I like, think they said the Facebook was down that's for like the six hours, where they or really kill everything. Uh, Zuckerberg lost six billion dollars to his net worth. Yeah, something like that in six uh, hours. That, yeah, that makes that's, sense. That's chump change that for sense. him, though, right? Yeah, like six billion dollars. Billion dollars an hour. Us losing a hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's, that's not actually, that's the silly part when they talk about celebrity net worth. And this is kind of a pet peeve for me because the large majority of these Mm -hmm. celebrities or especially like CEOs and things like that, their net worth, like Bill Gates net worth might be $150 billion dollars. But the odds are good that in his personal bank account right. is less than, you know, probably a couple hundred million dollars. Now, granted, that's still a ton of money. But Assets, stocks. all the rest yeah. of his net worth is tied up in stocks in his company. 
Exactly. It's all in assets. It's not right. like he's just That'd got be a pretty big mattress. $50 billion sitting under his mattress, you know? And that's, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's why it, it irritates me just a little when they talk about this whole, you know, oh, if, if only yeah. Bill Gates would donate, you know, half of his net worth, you know, say he donated $75 billion, it would pay to feed all the homeless in America or it house all the people, whatever. It's like, that's, that's not the way it works, though. Right. You can't because they're like, oh, he could easily survive off seventy-five billion. Why does he need one hundred and fifty billion? It's like, no, but that's that's not the thing. Right. He, his net worth is tied up in the ownership of his company. If he were to somehow try and yeah. liquidate that half of his ownership, first of all, Microsoft would go into yeah. turmoil because they would see that the founder is liquidating over half of his stock. Like, there's clearly a red flag there. True. But, Second of all, it's like then he would lose the ownership of his company. He would no longer be the you know sole investor or one of the the primary shareholders, and so th that's why it's Liquid silly asset, to talk about yeah. these things like net yeah. worth versus actual cash assets. You know, exactly. Oh, so, just that he I, lost I think, six, uh, Zuckerberg I, lost I six billion exactly in what, six hours. What was said to get me down that track. Um. Oh yeah, he lost six billion off his net worth. Sure, exactly. But he it, didn't actually lose it, six I'm, billion. I'm guessing they're forecasting like potential investors, as in, like, in marketing and advertisers and shit like that. They're like, oh, he lost six billion, but he didn't. He lost the opportunity to increase by six billion. It's really how they yeah, word these it, stories. It could also it's be yeah, misleading. Yeah, it's also it's all these because that that was things. my. I so, was like, how did he lose it, it, six billion? It's not like he was just mm -hmm. spending a shitload of money yeah. to get the power turned back on. Well, I'm guessing more than likely, and I haven't even looked into Facebook stock, but I'm guessing Facebook stock probably fell yeah. drastically during the time that it was out. Now I'm pulling I'm pulling it up right now. Uh let's get the five uh, it was day. Monday or Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, so so it looks like cuz that was on was that on Monday? I I think it was Monday when that happened because Facebook stock yeah. fell from 335 bucks a share on opening at Monday morning down to at its oh, so lowest it, it looks like it was down to a about share. 3 2313. So yeah, he it it dipped yeah, about 13 bucks a share. Yeah. And so if you you extrapolate that over, you know, let's say 6 billion dollars, uh that's 6 billion. We divide that by 13 bucks a share. I don't yeah, know how you can split and keep splitting shares, shares. I'm sure Granted, he's got a load of shares. I don't know how many shares are outstanding actually for Facebook. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm sure right. he's got a shitload of shares, and and he probably has. So there's there's a difference between class mm -hmm. A and class B shares. Class I, one of them usually has voting rights, whereas one of them doesn't. But and yeah. so True. his shares are probably more than likely the voting rights shares, which are probably worth more. But uh, the one thing 
that they don't tell you is that you know what website gained 10% over normal, you know, website uh, traffic Instagram. during that six hour period that Facebook was down? Oh, no. Nope. Reddit. Nope, they were all down. It's a site not related to those, but one website. <laughs> Unrelated. Uh, probably. Unrelated. But the one that I saw, Pornhub.com. Wait, who's going to Facebook for porn? 10% over normal. Uh, yeah, that's I'm sure it was unrelated. Yeah, I I'm guessing it was a correlation more <laughs> oh, so about man. I can't it's go to Facebook. Similarly related well, news, but slightly you know different topic. Uh, I believe it was the same day <laughs> that Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp crashed. Uh, Elon Musk announced that he's moving Tesla headquarters from California to Texas officially. It makes sense. They've been putting mm-hmm. in a lot of work down in mm-hmm. Texas. I think that's where they're either their first well, or no one state of the tax, major, right? like giga no centers or whatever Texas? it is. So I'm sure that's probably so, true. I would be curious where the they're highest tax state in the country. Uh, I, He's probably got a tax yeah, for I'm bending sure, over to honestly, tie his shoe tax laws are, but Does he even tie his shoes? He's probably got some kind of Tesla shoe. Yeah, the self-lacing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. He's probably got the Tesla shoe like they have in Back to the Future, or it just laces it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see where Tesla is actually incorporated. Yep, exactly. Tesla is incorporated in Delaware. Every freaking yeah. Why? Why wouldn't incorporated you? In That's Delaware. what I'm saying. We're, we're actually incorporated in Delaware. I bet you didn't know that. Tax, you know, laws surrounding corporations. Yep. Yep. So yep. now we're now one of those journalists is going to write a shit story about us. Man, you didn't tell me that. Us, or I wouldn't have brought it saying up. that we're dodging taxes and that we're just donuts, terrible people because and... everyone else has to pay taxes, but not us because yep. we are incorporated in Delaware. I can see the headlines now, man. Bullshitters are just bullshitting their way through life. Liars, they are. Yep. Uh. Yep. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I just can We are, well, we're, we are both. The largest state. Life. That's uh, what we are, but uh, yeah, I just. In the Continental 48, right? The like Continuous Apple 48? is also incorporated in, you guessed it, Delaware. Oh, the Delaware. I thought you were, Okay. All right, different different Delaware. I got confused. Uh, Delaware? <laughs> yeah. There's. Yeah, that's a. 
Yeah, like you can't even. They have to draw a line into the Atlantic Ocean uh, to yeah, identify Delaware. Delaware. That's, a, that's a big state. It's uh, like this big on the map. They yeah, <laughs> point to it. I've been to Florida. I think I think it's interesting. You've been to mm. the East Coast, and mm. you've you've been. My sister across, lived like, in Philly, but you know, we never got to. We never got to and, see oh, her I'm while she was haven't over you there. Been to like New York and DC and Philly. I guess I guess that was just your sister. I I assume yeah. you went out to uh, see her while she was over there. But anyway, no, I think it's interesting how small those states really are and how easy it is. Because, I mean, if you're driving, granted, in North Idaho, obviously mm-hmm. you can drive an hour to the east and get to Montana and an hour to the west and you get to, you know, Wash- I mean, 15 minutes to the west and you get to Washington. But... You know, in a lot of places, like down in Boise, obviously, if we drive an hour west, we yeah. still get to, you know, Oregon. But if you drive four hours east, you're just four hours further into Idaho. Like, you know, yeah, like right? if, in Montana, if you start in like Missoula and you drive for eight hours, you're just in the middle of Montana. Like, you don't go anywhere. Whereas if you start in, you know, my sister said that at the train Philly, station, you there, they rode trains south, often, like on the like weekends, down in, and two hours. I think it's a two-hour like train. You're a long ways down. Maybe it's there. less than that, but you can get to DC. You can get to New York City. Mm-hmm. You can get to Boston. You can get to, uh, I mean, everywhere. Like a two-hour train ride, yep. every big metropolitan area. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool uh, yeah. uh, perk, yeah. I would say, to living over in that area. I mean, granted, there's a lot more, you know, things going against those places, if you ask me. But it's going to be before we know it. I it's going to be like Ready Player One. Stack We're just going to have shipping containers with ladders, and they're all going to be like welded together, City, and just, everyone's just going to have their yeah, own shipping container. We're going to stack them. 40 levels high or something. Just have freaking shipping containers. Uh, on. Yeah. Cities. Shipping container cities, I guess. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's that's what it is. And I, I honestly yeah. think that's True. a cool concept that we need to be going more up than out. You know, because going out is eventually going to stop. We're going to run out of land. It's going to happen. But yeah. uh, the the more interesting uh, idea, I think, personally, is vertical farming. They've been doing a lot with vertical farming. And I think that's a really interesting, because instead of taking, you know, a 100-acre farm or something like that, you can make that same 100-acre farm worth of produce going up instead of out and just have multiple layers of crops with, you know, just grow lights. And then beyond that, mm-hmm. I saw uh, if they took 1% of all current farmland and Whoa. turned it into solar farms, there would be enough power to power, like, all of the United States, I think. Or say it was some crazy number. Like, solar farms do not need 
that much area. And I think, weren't we just talking mm-hmm. about this the other day? If they took all of the north point of Texas, you know, that little, yeah, that's that crazy. little square bump that's, that's crazy. just sitting there but on the we top can't, of Texas. We can't they just turn necessarily that do that because then we'd be uh, messing United with States the companies crazy. that provide power to... That's... Big big oil would not be happy. Uh, the Canadian owned power company in Spokane. Big oil would not the, be very the Canadian happy, company that sure. provides America with power would not be happy. Yeah. Um, Avista, Avista is now owned by Canadians, I believe. Yeah. So didn't know that didn't know they were Canadian owned. Avista is owned. Canadian ownership. That's interesting. I was not aware of that. Um, I I think I saw something. Uh, I remember I was reading an article. It was in uh, mm-hmm. some magazine. I was I was I can't remember where the hell I was. It must have been at like a doctor's office or something. But it was like Science Magazine or some some weird you know pr- publication like that. Anyway, it said in the question was it can't be that many. How many? rotations of a wind really? turbine it takes to power the average American house Holy for a crap. day. It was like three. Oh, yeah. It was insanely low. It was in, and if you've ever seen one of those, you know, yeah. blades from a wind turbine going down the road, you understand why that is. Because if you yeah. think of a wind turbine, we see them off in the distance and they look pretty big. But you know, you think, okay, how big is that really? In reality, those things are enormous. And there the was a guy, a teacher, when I was in high school, that put uh, obviously a much smaller version around of one of those windows in his backyard. Generate a lot and of power. the power company said so, that, like in ten years or something, it would generate enough power to to where uh, the company would then yeah. buy power f- back from him. And he would basically get paid by the power company. Yeah, my my dad's got. Yeah. Yep, my dad has solar on his house, mm-hmm. and when they put the solar in, they installed a brand new power meter. Uh, and this was probably eight months or a year whatever Mm -hmm. so he's got all the panels so he's got like 40 or 45 panels up there pretty good size they're probably two feet by four feet i would say maybe Mm -hmm. bigger three feet by four feet you know they're good size panels uh but he's got those all over his roof and then he has two big tesla power walls in his garage uh so he can you know take the power in but it took the actual power company a long time to come out and certify all the panels and the power walls and everything so he was just running off of the power grid, right? Drawn in from Idaho Power. Well, oh, he did no. that for like four or five months. Yeah. They finally came out. They certified it. They flipped everything on. And just maybe a month ago, his meter started reading negative, meaning he had generated and fed yeah. enough power into the grid that not only does he not need the power company anymore, but just like you said, he's feeding power back into the power grid and i'm seeing i'm seeing a lot more mm-hmm. houses around uh even even just random neighborhoods like mine which are not 
you know, extremely nice neighborhoods per se. They're they're fine. They're well established, but they're older homes from the seventies. I'm seeing them retrofitted with solar panels, and I really think that is a, a worthwhile endeavor. That's where I right. need to go because what's the point of having how just, how I mean, your roof, your roof how does, do those other than work with like a bunch of snow of though? Like it's not like you go up on your roof. It's not like you need to. But I mean, see does it shingles. break them? Aren't they like you know, none of that matters? I thought they were like. The, hmm. I mean, they they won't work. Obviously, if if there's snow covered <laughs> on them, no, no, they're uh they're not. They're they're actually. I mean, yeah. I hit them with uh the tennis ball all the time, accidentally. Hmm. You know, like because they're they're all just on my dad's roof, and I play fetch over into his yard. And I've hit them, and no, they're perfectly fine. They're a lot tougher than people give them credit for, because they're—I mean—they're making like uh, I saw one idea uh, not too long ago, which was Whoa. a solar roadway, where literally just instead of using you know tar and asphalt and you know concrete and whatever to pave the roads, they just pave the roads with solar panels, and it's like that makes sense. Uh, another thing I saw, they need to put yeah. it in every single open air parking lot out there. Right. Just put up right. solar panels that not only keep the sun off the cars and keep the cars cooler, but generate power. Like who cares if mm-hmm. your car sits in the shade all day? It's better. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, same thing I saw in, uh, I think it's over in like Japan or something like that. They have these little wind turbines in Whoa, between smart. the freeway, you know, sitting on that divider. So as buses go by in both directions, it just causes the wind mm-hmm. turbines to spin and they generate power. Uh, same thing. There was a, a bike lane. I think, again, it was over in either That's Europe pretty... or Asia somewhere where the bike lane it was covered the entire way uh, with, you know, a canopy that was made out of solar panels. And it's like it provides shade for the cyclists. It provides power. You know, it's big there's business. a lot of opportunities yeah. that we just aren't taking advantage of. And I kind of wonder how long these ideas have been stifled by large corporations like Big Oil. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and it kind of goes back mm-hmm. to the same, essentially the conspiracy theories about things like cancer, where it's like, you know, pharmaceutical companies make a lot of money on cancer drugs. Yeah. And so it's like you have to wonder, well, is there maybe a cure for cancer or at least something better, but it's been stifled, you know, and I understand that's more of a a, a conspiracy theory than anything. But you have to wonder, because I remember when my mom was going through chemo, just like one chemo treatment or something like that was something like can't remember it was some ridiculous amount like eight or ten thousand dollars for like a single treatment and she was in for like a an eight or twelve week regiment of this now granted once you hit your yeah. deductible obviously the insurance huh. kicks in and they start paying for it but it's like really first of all does it really cost you like eight thousand dollars for whatever these cancer meds are right so I don't know. You, it does make you wonder about all these different questions of like, you know, mm-hmm. what what mm-hmm. innovation has been suppressed 
by, you know, there was even, they even tackled that in an episode of Archer, which, you know, we, we've talked about Archer, you know, ad nauseum, I would say, especially in the episode about animated comedies. But, uh, one of the main characters, you know, their, their father was, uh, a PhD, you know, biochemical engineer or something like that, that was working on biofuel made from algae. And they figured out how to, you know, make actual viable biofuel from algae. And then, you know, obviously since it's Archer, it's a spy drama comedy, you know, the, 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 all the research gets stolen and it turns out it was, you know, somebody like a, a U.S. government agent hired through big oil to basically steal this because it was going to, you know, take away all their profits and things like mm-hmm. that. And it's, you know, it's true. A part of that is true. There's definitely, yeah, uh, I, I'm sure it's there's probably a, not. There's a show I just recently stumbled upon. It. I don't know. Uh, it's because really I listened to an episode of Rogan for you know, the first time in a while. Like that. His guest was but you know a, it happens out there. Uh, former you know CIA happens. Something. So. Anyway, he was pretty, he was balls deep in the CIA. Anyway. Uh, this guy that he had as a guest now hosts a show called Black Files, uh, Unlisted or something like that. And Mm -hmm. our government basically gets, they set aside $10 billion a year or something like that to what's called the Black Files. And Black Files are just anything that's unexplained or they don't want to share certain information or whatever. And it's like, I've only watched two episodes, but it's pretty intriguing because it's, it's like, well, do, I don't know, like, do they have super soldiers? Do they have planes that can go from 60,000 feet of elevation to zero in a blink of an eye? Do they have, like, what kind of technology are they harnessing that they're not sharing? And I'm like, damn, that's. Do they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've we've talked about that before, where they say military technology is like our consumer technology is like ten mm-hmm. years behind military technology, and it, it does make you wonder, like, what what do they have right now? Because if they had all the stuff that mm-hmm. you know we can do now with our cell phones and with iPads and with the smartwatches. And I mean, literally Apple smartwatches, you know, the iWatch has an EKG built in an electrocardiogram built in that sits on your wrist, you know, and can detect like anomalies in your, your heart rate and, you know, your, your heart rhythms and things like that. It's like, and they, I'm sure they had all this 10 years ago. So, I 100% agree. It makes you wonder, you know, if there right. really are those, those it's true. science fiction, it's true. you know, well, like, myths basically. Cause yeah. like it, back in the, back in the seventies when they were first doing Star Trek, they had, you know, communicators, a communicator is just a cell phone. That's all it is, <laughs> you know? And they had phasers and things like yeah, that. You and, probably you could. Know, we, we well, have and, and he made a good point. The guy brought up a good point now, you know, too. I mean, on obviously, the episode of like Rogan tasers that was like, are a little more of an intense dude. The Wright version, brothers but I think invented you could a plane. Probably turn the voltage down like, on a taser and just the, what early 1900s. Somebody. And 60 years later, if you think about time, 
we landed on the moon. Like, maybe. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 60 years. Landed on the moon. Yeah. Did, I mean, didn't we just talk about that? I, that might have been in the episode that didn't get aired, actually, mm-hmm. where we were talking about that. Because if you look back, it was like I, I read an article on that. It was eighteen, like eighteen hundred BC or something like that, where they invented the chariot, you know, the horse-drawn mm-hmm. wagon or whatever it is. And then for like right. some almost. 3,000 years, the chariot was the mm. fastest thing out there until they eventually invented trains. And that was in like the 1800s or something like that, you know. And then very shortly thereafter, yeah. they invented cars. You know, that was like another 60 years. And shortly after cars, they invented planes. And then from planes, it only took them 60 years until they landed on the moon with a rocket ship. And it's like, it it does make you wonder about, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, personally, I wonder about, you know, intervention from some kind of other, you know, other source, whether you want to call it an extraterrestrial, whether you want to call it God, what, you know, whatever you want to call it. it. It does make you wonder if it took 3,600 years to go from a chariot yeah. to a train and then it took less than 200 years to go from a train to a rocket ship that landed on the moon. And now we just have these billionaires, you know, Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos. Is he 90? He's pretty old. Just going up into space. Is he the only living member a, of the original Star of, Trek series? It all back in. Speaking of Star Trek, they want to take William Shatner I know everyone else space. is pretty Bezos much is going to take, not he's alive. He's a 90-year-old man. He's, he's 90. He... I, They should probably take uh, what's the be. Picard. But yeah, uh, he's Yeah, he's 90 oh, okay. years old. March 22nd of 1931. Uh, William Shatner Patrick is 90 Stewart, years go, old yeah. and he okay, wants to name. go to they space. They should take Picard, man. He's probably a little bit healthier. Uh no, Nichelle Nichols is still alive. He's got that show. I mean, if anyone watches Paramount uh, Plus, yeah, he's got a new um, he Picard prizes the role uh, of Picard. Stewart. Yeah, it's called Picard. Yeah. Dude, I like Patrick Stewart. Well, William Shatner kind of. Oh God! They're gonna have to take literally Picard. Yeah, Star Trek Picard. Um, Why don't they just take Chris Pine? Didn't he play? How old Patrick Stewart uh, is? But he's getting up there too. Chris Pine. Yeah, he's eighty-one. The new Star Trek movies. Yeah. I mean, why not just take? Oh man! Why not just take Ian McKellen at that? Yeah, take someone that's actually gonna recollect what's going on there you go now i like that he'd be like yeah. 
What does he say on yeah. his little intercom? Exactly. Beat take, me up, Scotty. Chris Pine instead. <laughs> he would be. Uh, and he played. <laughs> Shatner is going to come back down from space and be like, I was where? I was in space. No, that was a TV show. This I is was... the weirdest Priceline okay. negotiator yeah. commercial I've ever done. <laughs> They're going to be like, uh, Bill, are you okay? You do realize you're actually in space. This isn't Star Trek. And he goes, wait a right. minute. Wait, why am I floating? What, they never had this when we were filming back in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, well, probably. What is the, yeah, they're gonna how, take many, how many Mission Impossible movies is it going to take for to, him to die? To shoot a commercial Is his space? character actually, actually going to die? didn't they... I, I think I read that Tom Cruise wanted to shoot uh, a scene for the new Mission Impossible out in space. No? What? Like an old, old series? Like a classic TV show? I did not know they yeah, ripped that off. I thought that was an original movie idea. Yeah, I don't well, think I'm he's ever going to die. Uh, okay. So you know the old Mission Impossible TV series? So, Damn. Yeah. Yeah. True story. Huh. Yeah. 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 No. Mission Impossible was a TV series with 171 episodes that came out in 1966. <laughs> The reason, because my mom, I only know this because my mom liked the show. The reason that you never see that show run in syndication is. Why would that hurt because, his Sorry, I just heard something weird. Uh, brand. Because Tom why would that, Cruise why would that owns tarnish the his image? To what that an show. idiot, dude. But I am excited for Top Gun all Dose. the rights to the current Mission Impossible series. And he doesn't want it out in syndication. I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. No idea. But it was the original. The original miss. Yeah, I am as, excited for that too. Um, honestly. But the original. Oh uh, yeah, airplane. But wasn't uh, James Felt? Oh damn who Played it. in Mission Impossible. What was the other show? Wasn't he was in, like the Frankenstein Peter movie? Graves, who from you might time ago. know or recognize from. He was. The uh, he's not airplane. Frankenstein though. He was the he's um. He was Clarence. Damn it! What's his he name? Was Clarence Over. The little like goblin thing. The little like weird. Uh, oh damn! Hmm. I can't think. Probably I'm, not. I'm it's probably a different to... actor. Da, da, da. Oh, that's fun. I actually, there's a TV channel up here. I was just going to say that. There's a TV channel up here, Me TV, that shows reruns of The Love Boat. And if it's freaking uh, on, yeah, dude, I'll watch it. Love Boat's great. Oh, he was on The Love Boat. How about Gilligan's episode? Island? They show all those shows. Oh, Gilligan's maybe a, Island's a good. Episodes. The Love Boat. I don't know if you've watched The you Love Boat. You know what? But it's I just learned show. this uh, not, not that long ago, but not that recent either. So fill in yeah. the time frame as you will. But um, oh, you know the old TV the show Boat. Coach show. with Craig T. Nelson? Yeah. Okay, Gilligan's Craig T. Island Nelson's from show. Spokane. He graduated yeah. high school from Spokane. That's neither here nor there. You you do real uh, remember the uh, co-character, sure. the co-host or whatever. Um, not host, yeah. but, you know, co-star. Yeah. There we go. Um, the old man sure. is... Oh, damn it. Let me look it up. Their whole cast is like famous for other stuff. Like we know them from other stuff. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke's dad. 
Yeah, Dick Van Dyke's dad, and then the like assistant coach. Maybe it's his brother. Brother. Okay, there we go. Uh, Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry Van. Dyke. Is he still alive? I don't. It's like I don't 90. think it's his dad. <laughs> yeah, it's his older brother. Yeah, because because Jerry Van Dyke <laughs> oh, was born yikes. in 1931, oh, so he's yikes. 90, just like William okay. Shatner. So I lied, but yeah, you and know Dick Jerry Van, Van Dyke, Dyke is he is he still alive? Uh, was born. Yeah, he's like 90 as well. Holy shit! Oh, he's, he was he's old in coach, man. But uh, the other the other Dick coach in it, the like student assistant, he's the graduate assistant coach. Years old is uh the guy who voices yeah. <laughs> Patrick Starr. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. And he I, sounds I so. he sounds what? I don't think so. Fogger Fagerbake oh, or no, something. Oh no, no, I lied. He died. Yeah. I don't think he's yeah, dead. I just saw that and he's also dead, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, Hang no. on, let me look. Let me look. Yeah, because I'm pretty uh, sure he does the voice for Patrick uh, Star Bill in those new Fager, SpongeBob movies. Fogger, Fager Baki. Yeah, I'll look. I'll, I'll Did that, he? But Holy I, shit! A lot of Northwest ties to. Uh, he's it, a freaking. Do you just uh, not want him to be dead? What did you call oh, him? Oh no, you're right. He's still alive. He's still alive. You called him something when when Idaho was. I don't remember. You called Idaho Vandals something. That's fair. He went to the University of Idaho. He... <laughs> Craig T. Nelson, Jerry Van Dyke, Bill Foggerbocky. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I probably did. Uh, no, you know what? Coach that uh, served drinks at, you know on Cheers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man, I was watching Cheers the other day. Like, it was poignant. Syndication oh, or whatever. Yeah. They were showing an episode yes, on that MeTV. No. Coach, and you know it was the episode right was? after Coach died, like in real life. Yeah, it's exactly right. Yeah. On. Cheers, Coach. Coach. Yeah. He was the man. He was so funny. Yeah. That show was amazing. Yeah. Ugh. I still love Cheers. I want to, I'm going to, someday, maybe the bullshitters should yeah, open Nicola, a Cheers Nicholas bar. Col- just as like our, you know, just. Screwing yeah. around, man. He was, like, he literally, was it's the same 10 Coach people that come funny. in every day. Good. Yeah, it was. That That was a funny show. Clyde. Uh, Clyde. Uh, Cliff. Uh, Cliff. Cliffy. Hey, Cliffy. That'd be fine, because I'm... I'm Positive. Well, and Frazier, Frazier Crane. 100% positive that Sam Malone made all of his money primarily off of Norm and friggin', uh, God, what the hell's, Cl- Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Clavin. Yeah, Cliff. Mrs. And, Danny DeVito. You know, frickin', oh. What a, what a great cast, by the way, and Frazier Crane. Yeah, what a great cast. You had Kelsey Grammer, Woody <laughs> same Harrell, height, George Wentz, John Ratzenberger, Ted uh, Danson, Rhea Perlman. This- just off-putting way, personalities. Day, to they Danny seem Vito. very just cantankerous. Mrs. Dan... You know why they're so perfect together? Because they're the only two actors in Hollywood that are the same fucking height. 
Uh-huh. Cuz Danny DeVito <laughs> Yeah. Well, but yeah. But you know what? That's the thing. Danny mm-hmm. DeVito's one of the nicest guys in Hollywood apparently. Like when he there's a story that goes around Reddit, I swear to God, once a week on a sub called r slash movie details, where he literally, like, helped produce uh, Matilda, and then he starred in Matilda. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but then he helped to care for the little girl wow. who played Matilda, whose mother had was sick and had cancer at the time. Wow. And then beyond that... He got a copy of the film. I forget that little girl's finished, name, but, but she obviously released, is no longer like a, a little girl. Uh, but released, she's and showed it to uh, the mother of the star. She's a singer or something. Who or she's a then passed away before it was even released. Oh, yeah, yikes. I mean, he's he's a great guy. He's a good guy. And then, well, I wouldn't think so. Uh Oh, we heard everything about your sprinkler debacle. Uh, Great. I, I looked it up. Rhea Perlman's actually two inches <laughs> taller than Danny DeVito. I love the movie Matilda, DeVito's man. It's a good movie. 10. Rhea Perlman. And then that little girl was also in the remake of Miracle on 34th Street. Just flipping top. Her name's uh, Maya or Mara. Mara something. Mara Thompson. Mar- Wilson. There we go. Well, I, she's like a singer or something now. Or like an artist. Maybe she's an artist. It was a good movie. It was a, it was a fine movie. She's not that. She's like our age. Let's see. Uh, oh, I didn't. Yeah. Mara Wilson. You're right. Mara Wilson. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what she does huh. now, but she is, oh my god, the Trunchbull, Pam Ferris. She All doesn't right. look anything like the Trunchbull. All right, segment I mean, producer. I um, bit, but that's, that's the Trunchbull, if you can believe it. But, yeah, it's strange. Oh, well, I just, I just uh, got sure. the, uh, my clock is saying 35 of, minutes, of but it's been longer than 35 minutes, so, so uh, <laughs> I think, I think there might be think, a glitch I in think, the matrix. Well, but, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a, I mean, I don't know how long have we been on. Speaking of, this uh, uh, leaving this right as a hour, lasting maybe? note for you, the matrix 17 comes out soon. So yeah, it has definitely been longer than 35 minutes. Yeah, correct. The, the Matrix is full of glitches at this point, but the last the last Matrix movie of the original yeah, the trilogy, Matrix episode, four, I couldn't even I understand. Uh, it was so wild. Which, it which, was so wild. Wars, I was like, came out uh, four "What is happening?" Order. But um, let's see. What is it? The yeah. new Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, it's supposed to yeah. come out uh, December twenty second. Yeah, it came out the same year. I, yeah. What? Well, that's that's the thing. They came out with the so Matrix it's probably what they did with like Harry Potter. Then they came out with the Matrix Reloaded, which wasn't bad in two thousand three. Then they came out with the Matrix Revolutions in two thousand three. So they yeah, made... so they totally I just filmed it that, as yes, one movie and then seeing. cut it into two the releases. Third movie came out. The same year. It was released November 5th, no. 2003. Yep. And then The Matrix All right, my re- list of reloaded three movies I'd like to out, see this, uh, this May 16th. Uh, year. So I think they all come out this year. Six months uh, Top between Gun when two. one came out and then the next. 
the last mm-hmm. duel. Yeah, that looks good. But it it just was and, not. And uh, I'll watch the Matrix. But I'm, I'm Resurrection Reloaded four will be recurring better. or we'll whatever. See. Yeah, there we go. All right. On that note, the I suppose it's been about an be hour. There, it's not. This is this is a a quick one by our standards, but uh, that's Aloha Dan. I'm Jake. We're the Bullshitters. Yep. Episode Re- eighteen. Re- signing Resurrection. Off. Yeah. The Matrix Good Resurrection. Day. So, well, it was a it was a quick one. On that note, though, could be we got to cover all of our bases. Good night. Whatever. It's good something. When they listen to it, it might be good night. Maybe we're, maybe the we might be the last thing.